Greetings everyone, this is Chiquita, the Divinely Preserved Healer, and I'm back with a new episode of the Alchemy of It All podcast, in which we will now change our focus from the pandemic to the overturning of Roe vs. Wade in our new series entitled, Let's Talk About Sex. get into our topic I want to at least tell you a little bit about who I am and what this podcast is all about first of all alchemy is really about applying spiritual psychology to a modern day topics it's about transforming your mind and enabling yourself to be able to see what's going on in the physical world, not only with your two natural eyes, but also in conjunction with your third eye. And this is what defines as spiritual alchemy, to be able to see what's not being mentioned or what's not being said, to pull out the secret aspects of it, to tap into your discernment and be able to see what they don't want you to see, which is what we cover here. If by chance, as you listen to us and there's something that resonates with you and you're also interested in exploring healthcare from a holistic perspective, I strongly encourage you to check out my website, which is divinely, D-I-V-I-N-E-L-Y, preserve, P-E-R, E-S-E-R-V-E-D Healer, H-E-A-L-E-R.com. And you can learn about all of our different holistic offerings, which are available to individuals here in the continental United States. Services are available online or if you live locally in the Shreveport, Bossier City, Louisiana area, which is roughly three hours away from Dallas. We're located in the northwest corner of Louisiana. So again, that website is with or without a www.divinelypreservedhealer.com. And I am the one who offers a majority of the services from energy healing to holistic wellness, whether you're interested in holistic nutrition, holistic herbalism, yoga, meditation, there's a little bit of everything there, and I am the primary person who delivers those services. So if there, again, anything that is said here, if I resonate, if this message, if my presentation style resonates with you, please go visit us, and we can see how we can be of service to you, all right? Now, let's also give a quick recap on what we've covered, because this will be episode number eight. I think the title is going to be something like Roe versus Wade. What are we missing? Okay. With the subtitle of The Illusion of Human Rights. So, previously in the first seven episodes, I focused on COVID 19, on the pandemic, which I am now from here on out going to refer to as the glitch in the matrix. Because anything that defies reality, anything that shifts the uh, mindset of the collective into believing, into 
it's yeah it's like a form of magic that is being performed on people who are only using their natural eyes and not their spiritual eyes so in the past so far i've covered in episode one i talked about the perfect storm where i refer back to a now deceased um prophet who discussed some of the things that are going on in the world right now in his um entitled sermon called the perfect storm this is not a religious podcast this is very much spirituality we deal with spirituality we deal with astrology uh alchemy numerology we deal with a lot of it so if this is something that is not your cup of tea i ask that you just turn off now Uh, in episodes two we talked about um whether or not COVID 19 was man-made or a natural phenomenon i will tell you that i prefer to do my research before i do these podcasts so i will include links uh in the description to let you know more on our website under the podcast section to let you know exactly where i'm getting my information from if it's not spiritually uh, derived then i will have links to the websites for where i gathered information from and i prefer to go straight to the cdc who or some other local government agency when i'm pulling this information all right so episode number three talked about the face masks and whether to wear them or not to wear them I also included data from different doctors in that podcast about the pros and cons of that. I have a feeling face masks are not going away. They will be back. How soon? I don't know, but we've already been, as they say, conditioned to wear them. So you shouldn't put up a fight if you're asked to wear them again, right? Episodes four and five kind of go together and they focus on how COVID-19 cases were being counted the truth versus the lies. And I again, I use governmental data as well as information from WHO and uh, CDC. And, uh, and I include, I, if I didn't include links, I can go back and try to find those for you to let you know how exactly they were counting. So how are they come on, coming up with these death counts and how some numbers were. Um, I can say some people were counted more than once. That's the easiest way to say that. In episode six, I refer to the what I call the narrated world of vaccines. That is another reason why I'm calling COVID-19 and the whole pandemic as a simulation or a glitch in the matrix. And episode seven is where I talked about how COVID-19 was continuing from the end of, uh, it really kind of started at the end of 2019, but it did not affect us here in the Americas until um, within about the first quarter, second quarter of 2020. So I talk about how the saga was continuing as we were going into or preparing to come into this year, which is 2022. Since then, um, in the last couple of uh, weeks, the latest information as far as COVID is concerned is that the vaccine has now been released for children under the age of five. I won't be addressing COVID anymore going forth now i just want to move on to a different topic right now if you want to listen to those particular podcasts they're still on my website until i decide to pull them and put them in the vault and at that moment it will only be available to my holistic clients through our membership site all right let's get to our current topic at hand I would like to say up front that I am not a doctor. I do not represent myself as anyone that is a licensed medical professional. Everything that I do falls under the category of alternative and contemporary health. I, uh, I have uh, certifications in holistic 
wellness as a practitioner uh, for energy healing in both Reiki and pranic healing. I am a registered yoga teacher with Yoga Alliance. So everything that I've done, I've done some some kind of training and receive some type of certificate in what I do, but I am not a licensed medical professional, not with the uh, traditional medicine, nor with uh, mental health, social work, dietitian. I am none of those things. Uh, everything is strictly holistic. So any advice given here, I strongly encourage you to contact your licensed medical professional or reach out to someone if you don't have one. Find you a licensed medical professional that can advise you on what you should do. Same thing for legal advice. None of everything I say is for entertainment purposes only. And you have to use your own discernment and how you go forth and how you utilize this. All right. All right. I'm going to warn you one more time. This is a spiritual podcast. So if you're not into listening to anything as it pertains to astrology, numerology, and all of that in between, I'm asking you to click off at this time. So let's get started. I'm going to try to keep everything short and sweet. So we're going to start off with like some basic, real basic definitions or explanations of the current climate. So what in a nutshell was Roe versus Wade about and what exactly was overturned and how that affects us now. So before I get into all of that, I do want to throw some numerology at you now and I will be coming back. So I'm going to do that now and get that out the way. Um, abortion, when you do numerology, every letter of the alphabet has a number assigned to it. And so when you take those different letters and add up the number associated with that letter, it gives you a total. And that total reflects the energetic frequency of what that word means and what it stands for. For example, abortion, when you add those letters up, it equals 40 and whenever you have a number if it's not a single digit total what you have to do is continue to take those numbers as a part of that total and continue to reduce them down in our case abortion equals 40 so you take the four plus a zero and it reduces down to a four and one of the things in uh, numerology as it pertains to uh, alchemy and uh, discernment is that any sicknesses Element, element, symptoms, or whatever it may be, diseases, um, medical issues that start with an A always have to deal with self-esteem issues, okay? So a birth of a child would also fall under the letter A, all right? Now, oddly enough, the word adoption also reduces to 40, and what we normally say when we take those numbers, we call it 40 slash 4. So you take that 4 plus 0 equals 40. And we'll say the energetic frequency for both abortion and adoption is 40 slash 4. And 4, in a nutshell, in numerology, kind of deals with stability and foundations. Now, ironically enough, the word rape uh, equals a general uh, energetic frequency of the master number 22 that is reduced down to the number four. 
So rape would have the same frequency as adoption and the same frequency as abortion. Incest has a different frequency. It actually equals 25 slash 7. So if those of you who are familiar with numerology or have access to resources that can tell you what those different frequencies are associated with, please feel free to write those down and and look them up and explore this more on your own. Now, what exactly was Roe versus Wade? Because we're going to come back to those frequencies. You're going to hear those frequencies be expressed as we go forth. But Roe versus Wade, in a nutshell, in a nutshell, was it gave women the right to choose to have an abortion. All right. So now, the significance of an abortion. An abortion is, is a termination of a pregnancy uh, by the removal or the expulsion of an embryo or a fetus, okay? That is significant because an embryo appears in the first trimester, whereas a fetus is something that begins to develop by the time you hit the second and third trimester okay so that is significant so all of this talk about abortion being illegal 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 people are not explaining what part of abortion is illegal abortion is not going away okay there are just more restrictions that have been placed on on uh, abortion and now with the overturning of roe versus way it simply means that the power to decide at what extent abortion will be allowed in any particular state will be determined by the politicians. But here is the alchemy of that. The politicians did not get in office by themselves. So I'm going to ask you, did you vote for these people? Or are you voting for people who are reflective of your own views of whatever they may be? This podcast is not, I'm not here to de demean anyone, whether you are on the side of the Christian church where you are happy, you know, the die shall not kill. You shouldn't be having sex outside of marriage anyway. You know, uh, life starts at conception. And whether you're on that end or if you're on the complete opposite end where you're saying my body, my choice. The question now is the decision has been made. It's been handed down. Are you equipping yourself to be able to handle the outcome? going forth so if abortion is no longer on the table are you seriously looking at your options and understanding what is the alchemy of it all all right again the decision for abortion will be put in the hands of the politician but who elects the politicians okay now i want to also cover i'm gonna give you a quick recap of what i'm going to be covering i'm going to be talking about the different types of abortion because remember what i said all abortion even though they're saying everyone is screaming abortion is illegal abortion is illegal there are different types it's actually about five different types of abortions and i'm not going to go into the details about each one i'm just going to give you a quick i'll probably discuss them based on the trimesters and i'll tell you which one is is deemed as illegal now We'll also talk about who does this impact, okay? Who's going to be the ones most affected by this decision to uh, limit or restrict abortion access and, and abortion rights? The next we're going to do is what does this mean for women in general, women of childbearing age? How, what, how, what effect would this have on them, especially depending on your state and what they will and will not allow? So I will insert this here and say that some states are not considering rape, incest, or anything of that nature as suitable 
reasons for seeking an abortion. Louisiana will be one of those states that says that rape and incest is not an option for an abortion. Right now, the main audience that will be affected by this are people who are, who are deemed as poor or people in certain aspects of the middle class. What does this mean for men? What does it mean for men's rights? Because all the focus is on the woman's reproductive system. And I will go ahead and say right now that I do believe, prophetically speaking, that at some point the shift is going to go from, it won't be as stringent or as as lengthy as the women's re reproductive rights have been for decades now, but men will be in the spotlight soon. Prophetically, you will have to be accountable for how you are swinging, okay? Um, so do not think that right now it's all about the women. It will, this will come back to uh, affect you, but I'm also gonna tell, talk about a little bit how it affects men now with this decision going forward because according to what I saw on a lot of social media sites, there are people where there are men who are quite excited and happy that women will not allow to have certain types of abortion. But um, have you thought it through? Have you looked at the alchemy of it all, okay? Because if you are producing children now and there are women who are unable to afford these children and who would otherwise opt to have an abortion, if they are forced to raise the children and they do not have the financial means to do so, guess where you're going to be as a man in court? And who does the court typically side with? Okay, so think it through. Think it through. Lastly, who are the ultimate winners of this? And I'm going to go into that actually right now. Who are the winners to this? Because we already know who who is going to be negatively affected, especially if you uh, look at these so-called stats that they put out about what particular socioeconomic background people are in and their, their ages, their races of who is currently uh, getting abortions. Let's look at who's going to benefit from this because now if abortion is or abortion up until a certain point is considered illegal by what means are people going to take to try to eliminate a pregnancy an unwanted pregnancy and where is that coming from okay because now you're putting people at even more risk so you don't know the background for why a person does not want to have a want to carry a pregnancy to term some people do not want to carry a pre pregnancy to term just to put the child up for adoption they don't even want to go through that and it's not from my perspective this is not about what happened to the person we are looking at the final outcome where they're saying they do not want to carry the child to term regardless of the reason regardless of what has happened that is a decision that people are saying i want to be able to make on my own but here's the thing, who benefits from all of this? If women are now going to be forced to carry a term and it's not a medical emergency, then who's going to benefit from this? Because let's look at it from this perspective. Abortion is typically not covered by insurance, by health insurance. So especially if you're a public employee, it is not covered. And in different states have different guidelines. So basically the overturning of Roe versus Wade really means that the decision about abortion will fall on your local legislatures, your politicians. And so a lot of them have already been making decisions. So a lot of states have already decided that health insurance cannot be used for abortion unless it's a medical emergency. 
But here's the thing, for those who do not have insurance or if their insurance didn't cover abortion, where did they go to get this procedure done? That's where the abortion clinic came into play. So even if, like I said, even if an abortion was covered, it had to be a medical emergency. The, the mother's life would have to be in danger. The child's life would have to prove to not be viable if they were to survive uh, birth. But some states, including Louisiana, like I said, rape and incest will not be considered an option. Again, that does not mean that everyone who is raped, who experiences rape or incest, should seek an abortion. They have that right as well to keep the child if they so deem so. But it's going to put people in a position where we may see an increase in babies being left at fire stations and other places where people are terminating uh, the pregnancy, meaning, or should I say, leaving their child out to die, which is a uh, filicide. And if you're not familiar with what filicide means, it's basically when a parent goes through the uh, act of killing their child. And it doesn't always have to be an infant. We, we know of cases in the media over the last several decades where a parent has taking the life of their child or children. So I won't go into that, but we will see an increase of that. We may see an increase also of suicide where the parent is taking their own life or it's a murder-suicide where they're taking their own life along with their child's life. Those are worst-case scenarios. But So let's get back to who the ultimate winners are in this. The ultimate winners are basically the abortion clinics will be closed and women will be forced to either go underground which is what i was talking about some of the uh worst case scenarios that can happen if a woman is forced to carry a child to term if it's an unwanted pregnancy but even more so it's going to be the hospitals because now people are going to um, be putting themselves in harm's way where they may have to go to the hospital or women typically do not seek out uh, a doula because to have a birth doula means you would have to have the financial means to be able to do so but I do want to stop and insert this right here even though I've already said that the poor in some aspects of the middle class will be the ones who are most affected by this I want to talk about the people who won't be affected because people of certain means they have been having abortions for a long time and the thing is is they are not going to abortion clinics to have those done they are going to the hospital and I'm not going to go into how I know that. I'm not going to go into the details of that nature, but I will just say it this way. They are already going to the hospitals to have uh, medical procedures to uh, terminate a pregnancy, and it's not being listed or identified as an abortion. It could be labeled as something else. So on the forefront, this ruling affects people, the commoner. But in the background, it does not affect everybody. Okay, it all goes back to social, economic means, financial means. That's why I said abortion is not going away. It's still very much here. It's just about who will be, who will have the rights to be able to do it, and so who benefits from this? The government benefits. Uh, I will say this as well. I don't understand why people are will say that a person should keep their legs closed. They shouldn't have kids that they can't raise because of the fact that these same people are taxpayers who feel like their money is being wasted because someone has had a child that they do not want to care for. And so they say their tax dollars are 
paying for this unwanted pregnancy. It's like a catch-22 because people will complain about something on one end or out of one butt cheek and then say something totally different out of the other one. So I don't know if people really understand what they're saying. You know, they're considering this a victory, but at the same time, you, I'm going to leave that alone. The winners ultimately is like the government, the uh, hospitals, the medical community because now more women will be forced to go to the doctor because they would have to use their insurance to be able to take proper care i would hope they would they would have insurance to be able to uh, take care of themselves and their unborn child so obgyn there is a documentary already out about the the the, the business of baby delivery uh something of that nature where it is a huge industry right, right alongside the funeral industry in which doctors make a lot of money off of the pregnancy of pregnant women. So you're going to see an increase in, uh, and think about it in the background because a lot of these people who are making these decisions, these politicians and some of these other people, they also have uh, stocks and other financial benefits from the companies that are producing some of these products from baby formula to condoms to contraceptive don't think that the people that are making the decisions on the front forefront are not getting some type of financial kickback in the background okay so the entire baby industry from uh furniture to food to diapers to uh, medical treatment just that industry is going to boom if people don't become self-aware and they continue to have uh to continue to engage in sexual uh acts that are you know just for quote unquote the fun of it you know just for the feel of it you're gonna have to become more self-aware and that's things i'm going to talk about going forth but the ultimate winners are the people are the billion dollar industries is going to be making a lot of money off of an increase in births okay so that those are who the ultimate winners are and i've already talked about the impact it'll have on both genders for some women who may be forced to carry a child to term for men who some may be celebrating and thinking this is a wonderful thing um will there be an increase among men when we see more rapes um will we see more young girls who are being uh, sexually abused by their family members and now they're being forced to carry a child to term i mean again but let me also cover that depending on the state you live in will kind of determine what abortion options are will still be available to you it sounds more like what they're doing is trying to shut down the abortion clinics because most of the people that are going to abortion clinics their insurance is not covering it so they're paying out of pocket for those procedures and those procedures are typically limited to the uh, vacuum operation, which was common in the second trimester. Again, during Roe versus Wade, um, each trimester of pregnancy was, was regulated differently. And I'm actually pulling that actual quote from the 213-page document that comes from the Supreme Court regarding their ruling of their overturning of Roe versus Wade. And I have a link in my description on the website for that PDF if you want to download it. But um, according to Healthline.com, there are about five different types of abortion procedures that have been done or, yes, that have been done in the past. Two of them are associated with the first trimester. Those usually involve giving someone an abortion pill. Sometimes they will also take a um, 
they will be given an injection like they may be given an injection in the hospital or at the doctor's office and then from there for so many days or weeks afterwards they are giving pills that they need to take that will end that pregnancy that does not sound like it's being banned by all of the states so but like i said before with roe versus wade it was really the critical line for abortion fell within the second trimester and how far because once you hit the second trimester you are now having it to go to a clinic or to a hospital to have this procedure performed and that is what i think is being is being deemed as illegal now if it's not for a quote-unquote medical emergency or you are not someone of financial means that can have this done under a different name then they are also putting restrictions on doctors where doctors could be fined they could lose their license what have you if they are caught assisting someone with an abortion but again this is not uncommon abortions being uh among the upper class were already being conducted in the background again they don't go to the clinics so for the clinics to, to shut down is not going to affect them it's going to affect people on the lower end of um, the social economic scale so like i said in the first two the first two abortion types are actually one of or are two different drugs that they give people whether it's through pill and or injection the next one is referred to that is usually given within the first seven weeks up to the first seven weeks then when you get up to the first 10 weeks now you're getting into what's called a medical abortion that's still a pill uh two pills and one of which is the same pill that they would give you in the first trimester but they give you a different pill that is some type of cancer drug that is supposed to stop the release of hormones that will um, lead to the uh, continued growth of your of the embryo into a fetus. When you get to the second trimester, now you're getting into procedures that must be performed by a medical doctor. Those are called it, up until 16 weeks. It's called a vacuum aspiration. That is the most common. I think that is the main thing that they're trying to. Uh, that they have overturned Roe versus Wade to say you cannot have that procedure if it's not a medical uh, emergency. And then in the third trimester, they have two procedures that could be um, done, one of which would fall halfway between the second and the third trimester, which is called an induction. It's a very rare procedure here in the United States anyway, but it's typically conducted between the 13 to the 27 weeks. But also during the third trimester, really, Anytime after the second trimester and into the third, you can also have a procedure that was called a dilation and excavation. And it was a form of a delayed abortion or if in the case of a severe abnormality in the fetus itself, um, that was an option that the dilation and uh, excavation was an option for someone who was on the lower end of the socioeconomic scale and they had to take the times to raise the money to be able to afford an abortion that was their option so in a nutshell we are at at a crossroads as far as this is concerned i mean it really goes back to where you fall and who you are as to how this will impact you and i'm going to end right here but i do want to say this going forth with the additional podcast on this topic is that now the call from spirit is that it's time for you to become self-aware 
and there are ways that if you are a, a woman of childbearing age and you have a very common um, somewhat predictable uh, menstrual cycle and you are sexually active there are ways to protect yourself going forward and I'll talk about those in an upcoming podcast but this is not happening to you or to us it's happening for us it's time for us to remember who we are and to operate in that and I know that sounds very vague but it's also very deep for those who are attuned to what I'm saying who have an ear to hear you cannot you gotta reassess how you see sex how you treat your body who you give access to your body to going forth and that's really what this is all about forget what what's in the news forget what the legislatures the, the media the politicians are saying it's time to put on our discernment cap and our discernment hat and saying what is spirit trying to say to me to us to my generation to to the collective about what's going on here in the united states so with that said i'm going to close out i am chiquita the divinely preserved healer and i thank you for tuning in to another episode of the alchemy of it all i hope to see you in a future podcast and if you would like to connect with me between now and then please visit my website at divinelypreservedhealer.com until next time Bye.